ding, ding. Breakfast is ready. Gone. <laughs> it is gone. Mid-conversation, where'd it go? So, what's your plan? Well, now that we're better equipped to go back out with some actual camping gear and supplies, I think we were heading back out, weren't we? Don't go out there. You're not ready. You'll die. Well, fine. What do we need to prepare then? Because we are going out. We need answers. Do we seem a, a folk incapable of reason? Do you really want me to answer that question? I'll answer it for you, yes. Go to the reliquary where Liam is. Give him this and tell him that you found it and that you want to become Seekers. You see that this person, something's not right about them. Something about their physique doesn't appear right. And as they sit up, you see that their height is very, very tall. Why, hello. Salutation. How may I help you? guys and welcome back to the gate chronicles season one episode six i'm snow and i am your game master for today oh hi guys i'm quinn i'm normally the gm of the sort out online podcast but here i'm but a measly player and i play charles smoot hi i'm a finnevier played by Jaden imaggio you're listening to 95 radio with alan taylor played by andrew imaggio <laughs> hi i'm zach i'll be playing alfred kenneth mest Breakfast, pancakes, tea was spilled, more specifically flour, but we did get answers out of Amali. Amali gave us a relic so that we could go to the reliquary, and then we met Liamor, who sent us on a quest in order for us to become uh, become seeker initiates. Good recap, good recap. So, you make your way from the marketplace, from the reliquary where Liamor gave you your quest. You follow the well-worn dirt path towards these core receptors, towards the south is where you said you were heading first. And although the location of which is still unknown to you, locals are walking around with nary a care, but occasionally you catch a glimpse of someone surveying you and wondering eyes just catch you off guard. Uh, can we make a perception check? You this? may absolutely make a perception check. 14. 20. Ooh, one. All right. Zero. Four. So, wow. Perception is intelligence. Two. Perception no. is wisdom. Perception's wisdom. Perception is wisdom. I thought it was intelligence. Nope. I'm wrong. All right. So, Smoot, as you're walking alongside with everyone, you keep catching these eyes of people, and you follow the trail of eyes, and a lot of them seem to be staring not only at yourselves and the strange clothing that you're wearing, but also the very large bag on Finnevere's back. But all of you see many different villagers in here, but you also notice that there are some people who don't seem to be wearing the traditional garb of the Ashby village. You see a larger man with fair skin, dark, well-kept hair, uh, wearing a light blue sash with golden trim along with plate armor, large pauldrons, and a great sword at his side. And then next to him, conversing with him, is a younger woman with almond-toned skin, and several scars that you can see prominent at the nape of her neck. She's wearing an earthy-toned half-plate armor and is carrying a long spear. 
but they are simply conversing to the side. You also see that there is a, another young woman just kind of minding her own business, but she has long brown hair and she's walking around. She has very slight limp, but she's wearing a traditional Ashby tribal clothing. And she walks up to these individuals and she starts to speak with them. You also see a older gentleman with very dark skin. He has a broken hoe that he's carrying in a basket and he seems to be heading towards the marketplace. And due to his abysmal perception, Alan Taylor is looking at a big fluffy cloud. <laughs> Alan Taylor's, yeah, looking around, but <laughs> he sees like just general stuff, but nothing really catches his eyes. Taylor, can you walk in a straight line? At this rate, you're going to run into someone. Huh? Keep it focused. Aren't we trying to do something here? Did any of them look like the Red Guard from the uh, play in Slavers? Yeah, Slam. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Slain the Slayers. The tavern, that location. You don't see anybody who is wearing any of these signature red garments that the red garb would wear. Cool. But as you guys continue to walk following along this dirt path, the two who are wearing the armor actually turn and they start walking towards you guys, seemingly to follow along the path. But they stop in front of you and they say, um, hold for a moment, the older gentleman says. I'm sorry, I'm new in town and I'm trying to find the reliquary. Oh, I... I, I, I don't know exactly where we're standing. It's like, see if you go north here, and I give him the directions. Uh, you should be able to find it quite easily. Ah, I see. Thank you very much, good sir. Have a good day. And he continues to walk unless you do anything. I'm good. Okay. Time says mission. All right. So, you make your way towards the south part of the village, leaving through the large walls that they have. You exit, and the blue hue of the barrier greets you, like glistening water in the shallows and an electrical hum fills your ears as you approach the border right outside the village. And just as Leomore said, you see an open field directly south of the village. You do see that there is some forest a little more southeasterly, but still what is contained within the barrier appears to be a round sea of green and golden stalks, but you don't see anything else. Hmm. Uh, is there any way for me to surmise from the information that we were given if I would guess that the where we're supposed to take these is inside or outside the barrier. Why don't you roll a knowledge arcana for me? Okay. What indeed? <laughs> that would be a 22. All right. Your character, or Finavir, surmises that it would make sense if the barrier that would protect a village, the power source, would be within the barrier. So it must be somewhere on this side where Liamor directed you. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, do I sense that we're trespassing? Like, in someone's obvious field of corn or something, you said that there were something? Yes, there is several crops. Some are positioned regularly, like in rows, like uh, rectangular rows. But you also notice that there is one that seems to be almost like a ring of different crops. But right. one is, it's really tall. It's hard to see what's inside of it, but you do catch glimpses of green and gold. And it appears to be like there's an entrance on one side. All right, uh, can we investigate? You may, absolutely. So you can all roll perception checks if you would like to investigate the area. Uh, I'd like to make it a point that I'm staying close to Kelsey, who is carrying the important cargo. Okay. 18 on perception for Alan Taylor. So we will be following behind Finevere uh, as he is going towards this entrance with a 13 in his perception. That uh, is a lot of green. Uh, eight in perception. Nine. Interestingly enough, you guys are looking around. You only see all these crops in these fields, um, Finevere and Alfred, as well as David, who is also just looking around, sticking close by Alfred. 
There's a lot of green around here. I, this is not my place. I like cities. I'd rather go back inside. The village, that is. You're more than welcome to, but this is what needs to be done to become a seeker. Uh, I know, I know. Kelsey is just trudging along, carrying the big basket, I guess. would be, Was it a basket? Crate? Crate. It's like a, almost like was, a, um. It was a box with a handle. Yeah, the way I thought of it was it's kind of like a bottle carrier. You know it has, how it has those partitions? That's mm-hmm. how I imagined Wait, it. Does it. Do we ever wrap it? it with the uh, cloth like I suggested? Yeah. Okay, so it is wrapped. Nice. Yes, it's it's wrapped up. I could have sworn I was holding it at the end of, the, of last oh. episode. No, no, no. And we intentionally pulled you away. It was a group effort. No. <laughs> it, it, from holding it initially, yes. We, we didn't let you near it. It was given to <laughs> Kelsey in the allowed. end. It was given to Kelsey in the end. But Alan and Smoot... You both are kind of looking around, and for a moment, you catch a very strange sort of event that happens. You see this blue barrier kind of flicker, and for a moment, you seem to find your eyes drawn towards the center of the crops, where something shining catches your eyes, but for a brief moment, and fades out of view. Hey, Smooth. Yeah. You see that? Indeed. You reckon there might be something in the middle of that crop circle? I believe that's probably where the recharge station is. Blinking light means low on energy. Let's head that way. Uh, just like old computers, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> old computers. I don't know. I love it. All right. So nice to see that, c- that technology is consistent. <laughs> Smoot and Alan start making their way towards the circle of the crops. And you do see that there is essentially like a... I'm going to draw this for you, but like it's round, and then there's like an entrance, almost like a little bit of a maze. There's three tiers to this, and the further in, are you going inside? Because make sure everyone catches up first. Okay. Are you going to direct their attention there? Yeah. Everybody, I think this is where we need to bring the cores. Okay. I got this. Hang on. Does someone want to help the young girl? I got it. It's fine. I got this. She's dragging it along. I need the workout anyway. Do you all follow along after them? Yes, of course. Uh, I, if they say that they found something, we we try to in that direction. All right, perfect. So you funnel in through this narrow entrance into this crop, and you see that it's about five feet wide on the first tier, and you see that it gets a little bit lower on the next tier, and it's more of like a, gr- a golden crop that's a little more familiar and reminiscent of wheat, but the green one reminds you of corn. And this next row is also about five feet wide, and you have to go around one edge to get to the next entrance. I'll you roll a perception check for me really quick as you're going through. Smooth's got a 15. 12. 16. You all, as you get a little bit closer in, you notice that the barrier flickers again, and you see a more solid structure in the center, but it fades out of view again as you walk in. And you finally make it to the very center it's a 20-foot wide circle at the very center, and it's surrounded Ooh. by strange blue plants that seem to illuminate a little bit, like a light blue glowing color that are around it. And as you step into the center circle, you see a metallic object with glowing blue symbols on it, and it seems to be having have like a um, radio tower kind of pole sticking out of the center of it, and there are blue sparks and like electrical currents that you can see traveling up and almost melding into the barrier above and feeding into the rest of the unit. At the very top of this, of the base of this unit, there is a 
almost windowed compartment where you see a core inside that's flickering on and off. Alrighty. Kelsey, would you mind taking out the case? Yep. So she places it down with a little bit of a thud. But you don't hear anything shatter. She places it down. Okay. Oh, my arm's a little tired. She starts to unravel it. But Devi looks up. So how are we going to get that in there? I don't see a handle or anything. Hmm. Might be like a push to release kind of thing. Uh, how far of it? How far off the ground is it? It's 10 feet. 10 feet. I go to pick up one of the cores out of uh, what we have. Okay. So as she's unraveling it, you reach over and she finishes. Uh, I just, just enough to test its weight. Okay. You reach into one of the compartments and you feel a solid glass structure, um, almost a little rectangular on top, and you grab hold of it and you start to pull. It feels relatively weighty. So more or less than five pounds. I would say more than five pounds. More than five pounds. Specifically five pounds and one ounce. (laughs) Five pounds and one ounce. Just so it can't be mage handed. (laughs) I don't even... Oh, I do have proper mage hand. That still doesn't work. (laughs) Uh, You need open clothes, mage hand. All the classics. I'm gonna gonna inspect the base of the structure for anything that would... uh, Anything that looks like it would open it. How tall is the structure? So, so, so something similar in manner to like the battery compartment on a fire detector. Okay. This was probably um, the entire structure Nosferatu. looks to be about 60 feet tall with the pole in the center. The compartment holding the original core appears to be about 10 feet in the air at the base of it. Okay. So like right where the window starts. I did not realize it was that high. <laughs> I'm sorry. I failed to describe that initially. It's very tall. It's like a radio okay. tower with like waving in the w- wind. Uh, I just, I take a moment and I start studying the other uh, party members. How tall are you? Oh, no, not tall. I'm like going around and feeling their arms. <laughs> uh, in the mirror before you even touch me. Yes, me and Alan could probably lift one of us up. Oh, I was just thinking that uh, <clears throat> a bit of a climbing kit, maybe a motivation boost. One of you could just shimmy up there. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, Master Kelsey, you're probably one of the lightest ones. Master, do you think you can figure this thing out? You're I a man mean, of science. I mean, I could have a look at it. I lift Mest. <laughs> uh, also, you were looking for like a battery compartment, uh, like yes. a button to press. Uh, I, I, I never rolled a perception check for that. Please do. It's an 11. You don't see any buttons or strange compartments around it. The only thing that you see are the blue and glow symbols on the base, which travel down the length of it on each of the outcroppings of this cylinder. Oh, I never asked. Um, Is the core that's up there, is it, um, does it look easily accessible? Is it just floating in midair with no protection? It appears to be essentially encased in its own glass, like ball but with like a rectangular top, similar to the one that you have, like it slides in, like there's something that holds it there. Okay, so we imagine like if someone was there, you could probably take it out and put it back in with some sort of hatch that would reason to be there. Yes, but you don't see any handles. I see. Alrighty, I lift Mest. Alright, Mest, you are lifted up on his, like, are you going under his legs and lifting him? Are you picking him up? Okay, so he uh, swan wow, wow, dives wow. underneath of you. How, how comfortable is your character with what just happened? What is going on? What is? Why are you doing this? I'm going to put you up there, and you're going to science your way into getting that thing in there. 
Uh, All right, I say, hold bye. on a moment. I quickly r- rush through my bag and I pull out a small stone. All right. I focus on it. Okay. Give it a, a light peck. Okay, he kisses. It's a bloody stone. And I walk stone. up and I touch each of them, uh, casting uh, resist- the resistance. Yes, resistance. Okay. You each got uh, we- a kiss. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, which would give them plus one to saving throws um, out of game. So, Vinavir pulls a stone out of, it, out of his bag, kisses it, and walks over to each of you and then touches you, like, on the nose, or...? Uh, I will target available skin if possible. Okay, available mm-hmm. skin. Mm-hmm. All right, well... My ankles. Alfred has been lifted up, so his ankles are exposed. My ankles. <laughs> and you get the hands on... Alan, who is holding Alfred steadily there. Both of you just get awkwardly, like, touched after he kissed a stone. But you feel safe. (laughs) There's a sensation of safety. Safety! (laughs) Right. All right. Why don't you roll a knowledge engineering for me? All right. You should, I think you have that, correct? It's not even listed on here. That's fun. I've got knowledge, arcana, and knowledge. If it's nature. not listed there, that's okay. Then you then you don't have it. I'm sorry. So Wait, I right. have knowledge engineering. <laughs> Good job, man. Although that I, I think his knowledge is more about tractors. So unfortunately, as Mest is looking at this, he realizes this is a. There are mechanical parts to this, but at the same time, he decides. To I take have it. absolutely no idea what's going on with this. Poke it. All right. Okay, do you poke Try it? not to break I'm, it. I'm going to try to climb on top of it. Because I'm being lifted up. I'm assuming okay. I'm expected to get up there somehow. Okay, roll no. climb. I'm lifting you up so that you... That it's a pillar. The height. It, it, we were told that it was like 10 feet up, the thing that we're trying to get to. So I'm five foot tall. Or so I, I'm almost six foot tall. You're probably at least five foot tall. So I've lifted you up onto my shoulders. Wait, so is he sitting? Because if no, you went he, and yeah, he's sitting, he's oh, not yeah, going to be. That's right, he, he would be sitting. You'd have Let's to get him standing. Stand up on my shoulders. <laughs> God. I, I, <laughs> I haven't it's, given him the, the core yet. Taylor, we don't even know where it's going yet. Taylor, he's not a cheerleader. I don't think he's exactly got the best balance. He's got yeah, plenty of me, room to lean on it. Then let me up. Is is there anything that looks like I could stand there to get at whatever? So what you see is on this cylinder, there are a few like different like varying leveled outcroppings that are almost like other arches that spread out from this but there it's smooth there is no footing that you think you could get unless you were like really agile and were able to hold on and also it doesn't look like it would be a safe or good idea to grab onto the pole where there's an electrical current that is very visible traveling up it I, you know, I'm I'm really wishing that guy had given us more information on what exactly we're doing I wish we had a ladder a ladder would have been nice. That would have been good. Smoot, could you look around for a ladder? Yes, because I generally tend to leave ladders lying around in cornfields. Well, unless it was, uh, oh gosh, what was his name? I take unless a look. It was, unless Liamor usually does this, he could probably reach that. I take a look around Which the general vicinity. Which sense. <laughs> he, he did say he normally does this, doesn't he? Didn't he? Yeah. Normally I'd have to do it, but you're here now. That's what he said. Um, yeah, which would imply that he would do it, given there's no tools around, and he, he informed of us no such uh, of no such tool use. One would assume that one could do it from standing next. Yeah, but to he's him. eight feet tall. So 
I'm six foot. He's five foot. Between the two of us, we got at least eight. Yes, but well, between the two of us, you barely have two brain cells to rub together. Okay. You know what? He Let me have this. Has Give me a like boost. Five, five long arms. Oh right. my god, it's chicken. Chicken fight. <laughs> I set my bag down and I lift up the enemy. I, I, I'm just making a note here. I do take off my bag. <laughs> Dude, <Okay>. Please, God. <laughs> so he takes off the bag and the bag thuds on the ground, surprisingly making a louder sound than you would expect. Uh, well, it is my, there, my, of bricks? my wares. I would be somewhat careful with it. It thuds a little bit. It would thud a little bit. It's heavy. No. Um, I pick up, I pick up Finnevere. Okay. Put him on my shoulders. Right. Do you make him stand or you have him sitting? Do you feel comfortable standing? I've got broad shoulders. I'll be fine. You'll, you'll be fine? Well, yes. if you need to stand, I think maybe it would be a good idea, Kelsey chimes in, if you perhaps used the the wall or the yeah. base of this thing to push yourself up and brace. Oh, yes, I, I was going to mention that. Uh, that's the plan. I, so I walk him closer. I, to I the... actually use that to help myself get up onto his shoulders. Okay. Uh, so Alfred is on Alan's shoulders and Finnevere is on Smoot's shoulders. Uh, I, I'd i also like to start uh, just nervously singing. <laughs> okay. Uh, my, my inspire competence. <laughs> it's a uh, Nervous tick. <laughs> All right. Hey, Smoot, want to play chicken? <laughs> I swear to God, Taylor, <laughs> you try anything. All, all right. <laughs> Rising up straight to the top. <laughs> wow. Some things carried through through the ages, apparently. <laughs> apparently. All right. So are you guys just going to stand there? Or are you going to actually, like, try something? I'm waiting on the scientist. I tried to see if I can figure out how to open it up if I'm already up there. Okay. Roll knowledge engineering. Do 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 do. I'm just making sure that I have it. I don't have a point to it. That's Ooh, okay. Cards get all knowledges. You, it's I, it still is unlocked. Ability, yeah, but it's not considered trained until he puts a point into it. It's true, but he can still roll it. Can't. Uh, no, you knowledges you can't roll untrained. Uh, I I have it unlocked. Yes, but you can't roll the knowledge unless you're trained in it, and you're not considered trained until, until you, you put a point, point in it. Point. Ah. Yeah. All right. So I, I can't even so make a roll. we don't have anyone who knows what they're doing. I worked on tractors. That does not help. Hey, that's engineering, you dimwit. God, you can't I figure it out. Okay. You want to figure it out? Be yes. my guest. I'm going to just... Sure, why don't you just swap places? Taylor, get on mess shoulders. No, I... <laughs> there is no yeah. way lifting this. Pony thing. up, boy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know what? No. Vinavir, have you found out anything? All right. Well, there. um... Go ahead. I was going to say, there's no rumor, there's no knowledge local, there's no <laughs> history or... It's an engineering. Arcana. Um, Maybe if we just fiddle around with some things, it might open up. There shouldn't be too much of a problem if if Le- Leomore is able to do it. Yeah, but Leomore knows what he's doing. Hey, that's the spirit. Okay, so what do I roll for fiddling? <laughs> what do I roll to fiddle? What Probably do you roll like to... use magic it would device be, or something. I would have you roll a straight up wisdom. Wisdom. Okay. I'm glad we didn't uh, send Taylor up there. Can I take my inspired roll today? You may take your inspired roll. Yay. I would have figured the heck out of that John Deere radio tower. <laughs> uh, 18. That's some decent fiddling. That's yep. some decent fiddling. All right. So, Finnevere fiddles around. He taps on a few areas. Uh, he doesn't really hear any strange sounds from it. It does sound like metal. Uh, after a while, you discover that if you push on the glass and also lift up at the same time, the partition that is the glass lifts up automatically. Ooh. 
Don't break anything. Don't break anything. <laughs> Here, someone hand this man a power core. I, I, I will uh, drop a mess. I've already gotten off of you. How? When? I was trying to see it earlier. Oh, I, I, did, I did hear did that there was a Did you climb down or did you fall five feet? I, he, he got down. He I'm, got I'm, down. I'm, I'm, I'm going to grab one of the power cores from, from the bank. Okay. So, Kelsey's standing there, uh, watching over the power cores as you come over. All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. Go ahead. After right. you, sir. I go to pick one up. You you pick it up. All right. It feels cool to the touch. Ooh, cold. Rectangular on top, but a round base on the bottom. I'm going to walk over to Smoot Finn and uh, h- hand it up to Finn. As you guys Smoot are doing this... Finn. You okay. hear a voice scream, thieves, thieves, no good, dirty, rotten thieves. And a woman comes running through the um, the crops. She pushes through some of the wheat. Thieves, put them back, put it back, I say. And she's holding in her hand a trowel, and she points it at you. Me and Finn are a little preoccupied. We're from thieves the- of what? And I continue doing what I'm doing with no stopping. We're from the electric company. <laughs> Don't mind him, he's just slow. Stop what you're doing. You are thieves. No good, dirty, rotten thieves and taking the power core from our village. We're in Check sh- with Dolan then. Make a perception check, all of you, to take a better look at this woman. Because she has a wide brimmed yellow hat covering herself. 19. Up. 12. 15. Okay, these are. Everyone gets plus two, by the way. Because <laughs> oh, oh, he's, he's been seen. Yeah. yeah. Mine's only a seven still. So <laughs> 21. Okay. So 21. Finn and I'm preoccupied. is very focused. He's like, careful. I was told to bring this back and not break it. Careful. He's trying to remove it still. Everyone else, you see that this is a rather older looking woman with wrinkles um, and skin that has been beaten up terribly by the sun. She is wearing large gloves that appear to have been once white, but are now stained from all the years of use, and there's some holes in the fingertips. She's also wearing a wide-brimmed woven hat, so it's like made from straw, and she appears to have a little bit of a wide-eyed look to her. Uh, Snow, real quick, what was the giant's name? Leomore. Leomore? All right. Ma'am, ma'am, please. Leomar sent us to replace the power course. I don't care what you have to say. You're all thieves. Thieves. Ma'am, we're here to replace right, so, them. So if while you they're would distracting. Like to, oh, sorry. If, if you would like to, while we're replacing them, you are welcome to supervise. Both of you roll diplomacy, please. Seven. Wait, 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 wait. Nine. Okay. <laughs> so what I would like to do from now on is before you start speaking, we're going to do it this way instead of, because if you do give a good speech, I don't want to punish that. I'll have you roll. I want you to tell me like, I want to say something and then we'll roll diplomacy before you speak so we can figure out how speaking is affected by what you, like the roles. Okay. Okay. So that way your good speech isn't ruined by a bad role. You both are trying to convince her that you're not doing any harm. And she says, fools, I know you're part of the Red Guard. You're here to steal the cores. You're trying to weaken our settlement. We have worked too hard for this. Thieves, thieves. No good, dirty, rotten thieves. How far do we get while she's, she went back and forth like at least three or four times. How far do we get? This whole time I'm continuing to carry the power core to, to Finn. You've removed the power core from the canister that was holding it. And as you do, you hear a, and you see that the barrier starts to fade away. Quickly, put the new one in. 
Quickly, Taylor, I hand him the new one and receive the old Stop! Stop what you're doing! Ma'am! Totally if sorry. we were stealing, why would we be putting a new, fully charged power Diplomacy core in? Diplomacy first. Diplomacy first, please. I Let's have do. a 14. Why would we be putting a fresh one in the machine if we were stealing? Evidence does give bonuses. Yeah. She relaxes the trowel in her hand and brings her hands down. She would look like she was getting ready to like put up a fight with you guys if she needed to. She relaxes. She says, well, if you're not thieves, then what are you doing? We're replacing the power cores. He just said, Leomor sent us. Who's Leomor? The man from the, from the reliquary. Really big, large man. Never seen anyone like that in this village. Who normally changes the power cores? I don't know. I've just been watching this day and night. Since I've seen the Red Guard in town, they've been patrolling around here looking at this. It seems like as if they want to steal it. Do we look, we can I roll? look anything like the Red Guard? people that were in the tavern. You could be in disguise! Uh, uh, can I make my uh, diplomacy? Yes, you may. 34? I can't roll higher than that. <laughs> well, did what you crave? What would you like to say? I did. I'm sure you have, ma'am. And thank you for keeping watch on this uh, barrier. We heard that, it, that the power was flickering, as I'm sure you've no doubt noticed see, uh, looking at it every day. You'll see in a moment that it'll be repaired just as new. The proof will be in the pudding. All right. All right. Well, you said you've been watching. Have the Red Guard been around here recently? Well, they're up to no good. that That's what I say. Been looking around here almost daily at this point. They're probably trying to steal the cores, take down the village's defenses. But no, sir, I won't let that happen. No, sir. I protect this place. I'm, I'm, uh, as, as I am right next to Smoot from handing the core and receiving the old core from Finn, I'm going to lean into him and say, <clears throat> she sounds a little racist. <laughs> What? Taylor, I know you're from the South, but race has nothing to do with this matter. Ohio is not South. Oh, wait, that's right. For some reason I thought you were... F! F! (laughs) Oh, you're a biologist, not a geography teacher. Not a geography teacher. How is this racist? That's what I'm saying. Race has nothing to do with this matter. I'm mostly ignoring everything. All right. (laughs) Did did I somehow replace it, or...? So... Did you pass him the core? Yeah, yeah, in yeah, exchange? yeah we, we exchanged. I okay. have the old one in my I'm hands. sorry. All right, so you guys are able to exchange it. Although it's a little hard because, Finn, you have to lean over, so please roll an acrobatics. Please don't drop it. Drop it. Break yeah, it. Yeah, because you're holding Spew something. energy everywhere. You're having to lean down to hand this to him, and it's five. It's like over, it's probably about 10 pounds that you're leaning down with, so it's taking you off balance. Oh, you're talking about handing me the old one. Yeah, oh. you're both having to do a pass. 17. Okay, you're able to maintain. You keep your hand planted against the wall of the receptor and you maintain your balance <laughs> as you pass to Alan. First, Alan takes it and then Alan passes you the other core. Lenny battery. Good job, guys. You did it. Thanks for all your help, David. Hey, I'm cheerleading squad today. Ra, ra, he's here for emotional support. Oh, he's the cheerleader. He should be up here on my shoulders. <laughs> no, 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 That's no. A good one. All right, so Finn is inserting the new core, and as he does, you hear the power on the scepter come back on. And you hear the core and the barrier functioning again. But Finn, as soon as you put the core in, you see the partition comes down and closes itself off. All right. So, uh... All right, Smoot. Looks like we're good here. All right. 
I go to start climbing down. Balance yourself off the wall, and I'll try and like grab him as he's like. I'll grab him by his waist and help him down. Kind of. Okay. Trust ball. <laughs> you guys are spotting each other. I, I, I'm gonna go deposit the depleted core back where the uh, fresh core was. Okay. Perfect. Alfred, what are you doing? Spectating. I assumed I started walking towards the old lady when she came in. So I'm just standing over by where the old lady is. She's looking at you. What do you want? You could ask her about the plants she's got growing around here. The glowing ones. That's a really good idea. They might have interesting alchemical properties. Maybe even magical ones. They could be useful in drugs. They could (laughs) make them into glue. You could get the Red Guard addicted to your illegal substances and weaken their empire. You could touch it and go on a weird dream acid trip, maybe. And or, all of Alfred's inner voices suddenly began making sense. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wanted to ask about those pl- the blue glowing plants there. My hibiscus? Yes. What makes them glowing? I don't know. <laughs> I just plant them. I thought that were pretty. Ah. You want one? Sure. I'll take a few. Go ahead. And she goes down and she pulls up a patch and she uses the trowel and she slashes them and pulls literally up a patch and she makes like this horrible so looking bare spot in this once really pretty flower area. It's now completely bare. And she hands them to you just in a crumpled up bunch. Huzzah. They make great tea. Hmm. That's all I know. What you oh. thinking, Smoot? Sometimes they make you have to go really bad though. If she says the Red Guard's around, been around here and is up to no good, and we know Amalia isn't too fond of them, shouldn't we keep tabs on them ourselves? Well, we should definitely be cautious for sure. Do you think if this woman's keeping her eyes and ears close to the ground, she could be a powerful ally or asset? Anyone can be a powerful ally or asset if you invest enough into them. You seem to be a man who's reasonably good with words. Um, why don't you try talking to her and maybe... If she ever sees something, she can come and get us, but I don't know if Amali would feel comfortable giving away our location. Did the barrier ever turn back on? Yes. To be honest, we don't have a location. We have a house. We do not. Amali has a house. Okay, Amali has a house, which we're squatting in. I have a tree outside the house. We could give him the tree, her the location of the tree. I like sleeping by the trees. It's very comforting. Yes, it is. Especially that morning wood. I love the morning wood. (laughs) Smells kind of dewy. It's kind of moist in the mornings. Uh, Actually, would um, I'll say one more thing to Smoot before I go off to the lady. All right. Um, it's probably nothing, but if you could just uh take a quick uh patrol around the edges just to make sure nothing slipped in while we weren't looking. Sure. I'd hate for there to be something that was our fault. Sounds good. All right, David, with me. All right, I'm coming. I'm coming. Oh, come along, David. All right, fine then. I'm just pushing aside some of the flower patches and looking in the outskirts of the crop circles. All right. David is also searching with you. Ten. Ten. Hey, look, I found something. What is it? A pretty flower. Hmm. <laughs> Who would have thought that there's a flower in this patch of flowers? Hmm. Yes, this floor is made of floor. Hmm. <gasps> well, I mean, our- nature's made of nature. Sh- shouldn't we go like directly up to the barrier instead of being in the flower garden here? I was told to look around the general area to make sure there's something nothing snuck in. We can oh, look up right. closer if you want. Hey, Alfred, I got you a flower. Here you go. Alright. Then you already get a bunch of these. Finnevere's thinking to himself, it's I a pink have to exactly now. the amount of credit he deserves. Yes. <laughs> I have another one. It's pink. 
looks right. pink. It's pink. I'll go up and look a little closer to the barrier too, because I know these things are kind of like, uh, from what we heard, the surge leeches are kind of worm-like. So I'm gonna look a little closer too, see if there's any like unsettled ground or anything. Be a 17 total. You don't see anything on the ground that looks abnormal. It looks flat, grassy. I mean, you see a few holes here and there, but they're very tiny and look like they could be about the size for a snake or a vole. Nothing too out of the ordinary. So I'd, I'd approach the lady. Uh, thank you so very much for looking after this area. Of, of course, this is, this is my home, so I gotta take care of it. I do. Yes. As aspiring adventurers and seekers ourselves, this is the place that will give us our start, so we will have a fondness for it as well. Oh, you're becoming initiates then. I flesh my initiates badge. Oh, you're already initiate. Cool. Just doing good service. Well. Oh, I'm more or less just trying to endear myself. Okay. She seems to be a pretty hard lady. The hard grandma. Hard That's daddy. fine. I, I'm okay with that. I just throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. I hear hard grandma and think a grandma that drinks nothing but hard liquor. <laughs> Russian <laughs> grandma. This woman sounds like she'd drink hard liquor. Takes a swig of uh, ale. We did see those rent guard at the... The party at the Flame Slayers really brought down the mood. Oh, I know. I know. They've been sticking around here. They don't belong here. They need to go back. Back to Taja. Out of my village. How long have they been here? Months now. Months? Harassing the locals. Tearing up places. My goodness. I had no idea. Well, I'll certainly have to watch out for them. Mm, my uh. inner murder hobo wants to kill them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When does your inner uh, murder hobo ever uh, How many of them would you say that you've seen around here? We only saw four. Is it just the same guys messing around? No, sometimes I see about 20 of them. <laughs> yeah, you want to take on 20 people with like iron chest plates? Yeah, we, we don't have any more beef stew anymore. We don't have our lethal weapon. <laughs> we I, I mutter quietly, but just enough to hear quite the infestation. <laughs> no. Yeah, all I have to say is I can't wait until they leave. Oh. Do you know why they're here? They want us to join the Taija Kingdom. Hey, uh, swear allegiance to their king. How close is this territory to the Taijin Kingdom? Hundreds and thousands of miles away at this point. I doubt they'll sway much favor. I said miles. I'm translating it for for regular purposes because I don't feel like making up a distance. Well, also, this is insert person's here's geography. Yes. Sorry she knows there's ways away. Anyway, we'll be on our way checking the, uh, the other locations. All right. Sounds uh, good. Stay safe. You as well. And if you see them dirty, rotten thieves, them scoundrels, you tell them I'm going to come for them. Oh, hey, no. armed guards. Hey, there was so, a farmer lady that said she's going to come after you and maybe I'll, I'll, like, I don't know. I'll take do a middle ground here. Say, what was your name? Name's Ellie. She sticks out her hand? Yeah. Oh, gosh. I go to shake it. I'm, <laughs> a, I'm inclined. <laughs> All right. She takes it. But the thing is, these gloves are so big, you actually feel that her hands are... Don't fit the gloves. The gloves are actually completely oversized. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Finevere winced. Uh, uh, tried to keep it on the inside at the uh, recoil, but yeah, I guess it wasn't so bad. <laughs> well, we must be off. All right. I'm going to take care of this area. Got to watch out. Got to keep your eyes peeled. Here's the ground. What were the leeches' names again? Surge leeches. Surgist. Molly was them. afraid that we were insane. Hmm. Nice to see that there's still cocaine. <sighs> All right. I don't think that was cocaine. <laughs> to the east, I suppose. I'll say to the party. I'm fine Shall with that. 
Sounds yeah. all good here. And with that old farmer lady, I don't think anything's getting through. <laughs> I mean, it would eventually. Oh, she'd scare anything after death. They saw that face. Oh, boy. And you all are walking away as he says this. Like, uh, Kelsey, if you're um uh, feeling a little weathered, maybe I'll take the next shift. All right. That sounds good to me. And she's like struggling to hold it right now. She seems a little tired. I'm under heavy load. <laughs> so are you able to take it or are you completely under heavy load already? I am just barely into heavy load. I'm pretty sure I by could about, carry you. By about 13 pounds. I think I could carry you and that thing and still be How much is the, the thing? It's 20 pounds and I carry 50. I only have about 17-ish pounds to mess with. Here, I'll trade you. Give me those. And I hand him the laptop out of my bag. This is what's really weighing uh, me down. I have your bag. Remember, you're not carrying crap. You're empty handed. And just so it's on the record, there's no way I'd leave my bag behind. Yeah. Ben, you've got your giant bag. Let me carry the crate. Thanks, Smoot. Much appreciated. Good on ya. And I give him a good swat on the back. All right. So you guys are making your way eastward, going back along another path that is very well worn from the travel of locals as well as visitors old and new. You make your way and you find yourselves at the eastern area and you see that as you reach the other side, it's about 10 minutes uh, for a walk to get to the other location. But you can see that the area is structured very similarly. You see that there is another circle of crops at the center and more crops on either side stationed rectangularly and appear to have been rotated out for this year. There are some actual well-worn paths similar to the way that the previous receptor's location was. So there's a path leading into the center, but you don't see the receptor here. Uh, wouldn't we be close to Amali's house? The eastern, it was actually the northern, I believe, that was the hill. Oh. Yeah, north was the hill. Well, that's on me then. I thought Amali's house was to the east. Yeah, it was northern. Whoops. It's okay. I said things. It could have... It, it probably would have actually been to the west if I had followed the orientation of the map I had drawn, but I didn't because I didn't look at the map when I said things, and I was like... So wait, you're saying there's no power receptor visible from the in inner circle? There's no power receptor visible from the inner circle. Well, now we do have an advantage, though. We know how tall the last one was, and assuming that this one is of similar height, we know that we only need to look past things that are blocking that height. I inspect the ground around the center of the circle. Okay. So you approach the circle, and as soon as you step into the 20-foot radius, or the 20-foot diameter, you see the metal structure appear before you. Oh, interesting. Guys, walk on in here. It's here. Really? I walk inside. A little bit of voodoo witchcraft magic. It looks like oh. you can only see it when you're so close. I heard about these. They're quite expensive. I would love to get my hands on some tech... Uh, I got... What would I even call that? Some artifactory... I can't say technology, can I? Relics. Huh. Because relics refer to anything of ancient past and usually technological items. Reliquary. Would it be, be reliquary power? No, a reliquary is like relics. a... a, a, a Repository. It's like a, a collection. So I guess uh, I'll just I'll just be generic. I'd love to get a hold of one of these someday. I think it's okay if we if you use the word like tech. I'm fine if you use that technology. Okay. I'm fine if you use that. All right. I mean, technology technically includes trebuchets. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's see. Is this as big as the last one? 
In the east, you guys do remember, I'm just pointing this out, that this is where the forest can be seen about a mile away from the edge of the barrier. Mm. All right. Uh, and are we also super close to the barrier like last time? So it's about 100 feet. So the actual um, receptor is about 100 or maybe 300 feet from the edge of the barrier. All right. So an Olympic stone throwing distance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fine with me. Uh, does this barrier seem to be as damaged as the last one? It doesn't seem to be fluctuating the same, but it's still all part of the same barrier system. Fantastic. All right, let's get to work. I set the crate down and I take out uh, one of the power cores. All right, who's going on whose shoulders this time? Uh, looks like Alan's taking the initiative and hoisting men into the air. Yep, I, I can still carry him under heavy load. All right, so I'll set my de- my bag down and uh, ask Kelsey to like watch over for me. Okay, you got it. Thanks, Kelsey. She salutes. I salute back. All right. All right, Taylor. I hoist him into the air. Hoist! And move him towards the thingy thing. Towards the thingy thing? Yeah. Amazing. The thing that we're doing the thing with? The thing? What? Okay, so the thing. <laughs> I prop myself up again and all right, let's see. Is this just like the last one? I go and I hand him the full receptor. We, we want to get the empty one. Oh, I, I, I'm not going to take it till I feel like I'm ready for it. Okay. All right. Uh, can I get it open? What do you do? Uh, I'd like to do the press down and then lift like uh, the last one. Okay. It does the same thing. Neat. All right. Hey, it looks like it works the same as the last one. Lucky for us. All right. All right. So I go to see if I can get the uh, old one out. Okay. All right. You're able to do it. Uh, Smooch, Gormy. There you go. And I go and so, hand it up to him. David looks at Alfred. You know, if this is all we have to do to become seekers, this is easy. Yeah, because you're not doing anything, David. He looks at Alfred. Can I, I was talking to, to Alfred. Thank you. Was he saying it? Was he whispering it or was he talking out loud? Quentin, no, you're no, doing no, something no. else. No, he, the, the character said I was talking to Alfred. As in, that was not for you to respond to. I'm just saying, yeah. It's easy because you're not doing anything. Smooch, shut up. You talk up way too much. Wow. He's not wrong. All right. So does he core me? You are cored. Okay. I swap him out. All right. As soon as you take the first core out and you start to hand it down to Smoot, Smoot receives it from you. All of you make a perception check really quick. Am I allowed a perception check? Crit fail. Nat 20. Crit fails don't mean anything. Seven. Thank you. Nat 20. That's total two. I will do as told. Nine. Seventeen. Okay. All right. As soon as Finevere removes the core from the top, we're going to go from this angle. Smoot was walking over with the other power core, and David was making these comments and basically scolded Smoot for talking too much. And as soon as he does that, you hear a rumble and a high-pitched screech of metal against metal filling your ears as the earth beneath your feet begins to pulsate and burst forth an explosion of gravel and dirt spraying into your faces. Round rows of metal teeth cyclically open and close and they lurch for the core in your hand. Roll for initiative. 16. 20. 18. 18. To be specific, they just burst out of the ground around us? They burst out of the ground from where the barrier is. They break okay. right through as soon as that barrier comes down. Hmm. So they're not to us yet. Not yet. All right. So assuming they can only travel 30 foot per round or 60 foot 
I mean, out of game, obviously. <laughs> and even in game, you would know that it would take some time to get there. They won't get to us in the first round. Yes. And we're stolen Taylor, right? Yeah. Cool. My priority is putting the power core back in the receptor. Nice. Come on. I'm on Infinivir. Infinivir, we had an 18. Oh. Alfred, what was yours again? 18. It was 18. Okay. So both of you had an 18. You guys need to roll. Contest each other. 16. Three. Okay. How's everybody doing? We're doing it. Being attacked by giant metal worms. How do you think we're doing? Spooked. Lifting up a smarmy salesman. Define I need to figure out if I put the new core in yet. You didn't. No, he no, was without looking it up. <laughs> Full of smarm. <laughs> I, I know the feeling that that pertains to someone who is smarmy. It's like someone with, with who's, who acts in a witty manner, kind of like a smart ass. Someone, and I quote, wheedling in a way that it is perceived as insincere or excessive. What is Weedle, wheedling? Someone who uses flattery in order to coax and persuade someone else. W- w- would you say that's... Benavir's very sincere. He still uses flattery to get to, 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 to uh, increase his standing. He wheedles, but he's not a schmarmer. I smarmed when I should have wheedled. <laughs> He's a schmarmless wheedler, okay? Smarmless wheedler. Oh, that's a that's a great username. <laughs> hey guys, it's your boy Smarmless Wheedler four thousand. Subscribe for your daily dose of schmarma. Why are there like six of them? How big are they? Worms. So they like dogs. Medium-sized creatures, a human. Oh. Shoot. Did the worms appear behind us? No, no, no. The Towards the uh, barrier. By the barrier. All they, us. they are closer than like where they, like right where the barrier was. It looks like they were tunneling underneath of it already and coming towards you. Interesting. How close are they to us? They are about 60 feet away. Oh, we're good. At we're this fine. Point. We're good. We're good. We're we're good. So did we all get we're an action before they got 60 feet away? This is a surprise no, attack. They appeared 60 feet away. Uh, it's the pride around. I had you all roll perceptions to see if you heard it beforehand. For something that burrows under the ground, you have to have 25 oh. for burrowing. Yeah. I just thought the, the explosion was easier to hear. It was, as soon as it was in your face. Ah, yeah. I'm just imagining, like, all this rock spraying and hitting everyone in the face, and, like, nobody notices. All right, so at the beginning of this round, everyone is considered flat-footed. Sounds good to me. So you are denied your dex-based AC. <gasps> that means my AC goes up. <laughs> <laughs> that is not how that works for the audience listening. Okay. Uh, up first, David looks at everyone. What the heck is this? What am I supposed to do? <sighs> David backs up. Uh, where are metal snakes? David essentially forgoes his turn and readies to defend himself. All right. Next up, one of the surge leeches with his opening and closing mouth, you can actually see a light blue glow inside of it lurches forward and starts to swivel on the ground towards you guys. Can we keep it? <laughs> Damn, Damn, it doesn't These are pick. not friendly. They're Sergius leeches. Wolves weren't friendly. We tamed them. The whole gannon of them. Alan Taylor, you are up. I don't like like this one bit. Can I drop Finevere as a free action? No! You can. He's considered. <laughs> I'm equipped with him. You Quentin, can. Quentin, it's like that episode of Gintama. God, uh... <laughs> where they use the king as a weapon. 
You may Finn, drop Finn. I'm a, Finn, I'm going to drop you. I am holding the power core that oh. we cannot afford. You are correct. Is it? Wait, is that the new one? Yes. Oh, right. Oh, did I hand you the new one? No, you have the old one. Oh, I have the old but one. Still, coming I'm going to set you oh, down. Okay. Don't. We haven't put the new power core back in the generator. What if the whole barrier fails? And the barrier is down. Well, in that case, what instead of fame? that, I would say, uh, defend yourselves. Fine. What do you do? Ungodfile creatures. Smoot, punch it. I don't know. Do something. Take the nine mil from my pocket. New core in hand. Hand Finnevere. I, 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 Just I, drop I, me. I guess I... We need to put the core in. Okay, then you can do that. I, I, I have the old core. When it's his... Oh, yeah, you want to fight these things. Okay, yeah, sure. Let's go with this. I, the I, entire village's barrier system is down right now. No, it's weakened. Right. I do have a specific thing I'll do on my Wait. actual turn, though. Okay. Fine. I will. I will stand down and just. I guess I do nothing. You. You can I'm, put him down. Yeah, but then I'll have to lift him up later to fight, so so so, so he can get the thing back in. Yeah, there's six of them. But our you action economy is already down, bottomed out because he wants me to not put you down. Put him down. I That's my recommendation. I'm gonna yeah, put don't him, I'm gonna put to him, him down. You can choose not I to tried to get to off anyway. I'm gonna put him down. Okay. You put him down. I'll take that as a move action from you. I'm gonna pull out the not. Oh wait, no, I can't draw a weapon because that's a move action. I guess I. Uh, I'll, I'll. Then you. you I'll. You can use a standard action I'll to get an item. Pull out you my can. spear with a standard action. Okay. Did you have it like on your back or it something? It was like in tucked a backpack. Yeah, it was tucked like in a backpack. Okay. So you pull out your spear from behind you and it kind of clinks against like the bag a little bit. It's a little awkward, but you're able to get it out. Yeah. It's a little awkward. All right. Next up, Benavir Avir. You are down on the ground, placed down. You are no longer on top of Alan. We can't let these get to the innocent lives out there. Plus, they're attracted to what we're holding. We can't afford to lose what we have. We'll have to stand our ground. David, that means you too. <laughs> this is your time to choose whether or not you want to be part of this. Oh my god, this is this is more than I would sign up for. Oh my god. Remember the part about this being too easy? This is the hard part. This is what we signed up for. We were all warned and we accepted the consequences. All right, I, I, I'll try. Uh, he's going to die. <laughs> Fine, he's got like uh, six HP. Smoot, you ever wondered why Amali actually took me with him into the dark woods? You'll find out. And then you low roll every attack. <laughs> <laughs> I say as I pull out my loot. All right. It's his battle axe. You're going to sing him to death? Words have power. Song has magic. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll start a bardic performance. More hocus pocus. Beautiful. All right, begin your bardic performance. All right. I actually have something prepared for this. All right. Now take a little moment and don't be scared. Listen to my words and fight unimpaired. Your feet feel faster and your arms feel strong if you open your heart to the soul of my soul. Beautiful. I love it. Second explosion. It's that surge of energy that you feel. <laughs> All right. So, Finnevere gives you guys an inspire. Courage. Your courage is up, which means you get a bonus to your... Attack rolls and uh, bonuses against charm effects. There you go. So... Ah, yes. I am braver now. I cannot be seduced. All right. Alfred <laughs> Kenneth Mest, it is I, your I, turn. I have no idea what I'm going to do. You are able to create... So do you know how to make bombs? So all you have, you have your alchemist kit, okay. which you are carrying, correct? Yes. Okay. Your alchemist kit, they all come with a catalyst, 
What you have to do is an alchemist to make a bomb. You take a standard action to take out the materials, create the bomb, and throw it. Okay. Alchemists are lit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You can make a bomb and throw it all in one turn? That's what it says. Holy crap. It doesn't say or, it says and. It says you can pull out the ingredients, mix them together, and throw them as a standard action. A catalyst uses a very small amount. And I believe you have something like five bombs per day, don't right? I can use a number of bombs equal to my class level one plus my intelligence modifier three. Four. I have four. You have four bombs. How far away am I from them? It's about 50, 55 feet away. Mm -hmm. The nearest one. I'm going to move up towards the thing. Your full movement? Would that be my full movement or? 30 feet should be your full movement. And I can still take a standard action if you do that. Okay. Yes. So I would move up to it to, and I would start making a bomb. Okay. You just, you make your bomb. So you pull it out and your character sees ingredients and they're like, wait, I recognize these. And immediately you start fumbling around. And as you do, you pop off the cork of one and pop off the cork of another and you pour one into a container and you take it and you- I have a bomb! He screams. (laughs) What are you doing? What? I'm going to target the middlemost worm. Okay. So remember what you do is you're going to roll your ranged attack. I'm- Double checking this right now. That is a D20 plus Let's your dexterity see. plus your BAB. That's how range works. Mm-hmm. He could have thrown from where he was. Yeah, but I'd rather move a bit closer just so I don't have to You'd be. You'd only be at a minus four penalty. Based on how I'm rolling tonight, that's enough to put me in the grave or someone else in the grave. <laughs> all of us. We're all clustered. Yeah. Ten. Okay, so you have the bomb in your hand. You see that it is bubbling inside. Unfortunately, it's one of the glass vials that you had because you didn't really know what else to do at this point. You take it and you yeet it in front of you. How does do me a favor. Like Please roll a D8 for me. Five. Okay, so your bomb, it hits behind the leech that you were aiming towards. Does it have splash damage? It does have splash damage. So it hits four. You're going to roll your splash damage, which I believe is a D6. It only deals the splash damage because it didn't hit the thing I was targeting. Yeah, so it would deal the splash damage to Which that is... creature. It still gets it still gets a reflex against it, but it only gets to reflex for half. It ends up being four damage. All right, so you eat that bomb. The bomb lands just shy of where it was supposed to for your it target. It actually overshoots it. Yeah, it's, it is just shy of it, though. So it's right over ahead of it. You, you were so excited. You were like, I got a bomb. Yeet. There it goes. And as it does, it explodes, but the creature reels back as it sees this bomb and it catches it with its mouth and it actually shreds it. It takes a little bit of damage from it. You can see as like some, there's a small explosion in its mouth, but it almost looks down at you and you kind of see a half like grin as it looks at you. So it made the reflex save to eat the bomb, apparently. It took damage. All right, who's next? It's fun. Let me have this, man. It's going to be fun. I know, but it ate the bomb. It ate it. Which means it separated the reagents in the bomb before they could react to each other. They were already it's, reacting. I don't know. It, already, man. it did take the damage. It did take. It ate it. It just was it's like glass. It literally has rows of teeth that close. It's almost like a trash compactor. It, it's, it spilled some of the explosion outside its mouth. Jaden, which song were you doing, by the way? Inspire Courage. Inspire Courage. Which, which All right. one is that? I was going to say, it's an original song. What did you want me to say? <laughs> Yeah, yes, but the, uh, what is curse? What is the courage bonus? Plus one, two, 
attack rolls and versus charm. So next up, the leech that ate the bomb with this weird like grin that you are thinking is there, but you're not quite sure. It starts to lurch forward and moves towards the metal tower. Holy crap. How fast are these things? Fast enough. Well, if everything's a five foot square, it moved. Oh, wait, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Well, I, I don't know why, but I thought these squares were 10 foot for whatever stupid reason. No, you're good. <laughs> Charles Smoot, it is your turn. Please roll the die or use the secret passage. Uh, There's no secret passage. I'm kidding. I'm going to walk up to him a little closer. All right, you're just going to walk up to it? Get mad. Throw the lemons back in life's face. I'm going to get real mad. And I'm just going to stand there waving my knife saying, get back. Back to you. All right, so you... Oh, actually, wait. Before Smoot moves, he would hand the power cord to Finnevere. Oh, right. while you're... While he's bardically performing. Technically, it's on Sing, but I would I'm using my instrument where, actively. Where, where I'm is? going to set down the power cord. Oh, you can put it back in the box. Give it to Kelsey. I can't hand it to her that far away. Can I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's throw the power cord. That's a good idea. No. <laughs> no. Um... Maybe protect the power core. Yeah, but we need to get it in the thing. After the combat, sure. Okay, we'll just keep the entire town's defenses down for this. They're not down. They're weakened. Right, so anything can just barge in through if it's no. strong enough. They're, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was strong enough, yes. Hmm, <laughs> plot point. If we waste too much time. Well, we've spent since six Fine. seconds. So. At that point, if we're not going to waste, if we're not going to spend the time to put the power core in the receptor, I'm just going to run up to the one surge leech that is closest to me-ish and stab it with my arm. So you're carrying it with you? Okay. From my perspective, it's okay if you put it down because you do have other party members who can guard it. They don't want me to. I think we should prioritize putting it back in the receptor. I think we can fend them off long enough. Did four take its turn this round? Yes. Yes. Okay. Four can't move, and I'm going after six. Then you can I'm drop a, it. We that's what I'm saying. I'm four going characters to set that it, can do something. I'm going to set it down in the square where I was, which is currently adjacent to Finnevere, and I'm going to run up to the leech on the right-hand side of the receptor that has not yet been damaged, and I'm going to run up to it and basically look at it like, come at me. It screeches at you, and you hear a horrible metallic sound ah. as it rubs the metal inside of its mouth. Stop that. Whatever it is. All right, is that your turn? Or you? I can't attack. Can I? Wait. Well, I could drop it as a free action move and then attack. Yeah, I could attack. Uh, does a 22 hit? It does hit. No, it hope so. <laughs> All right. What are you hitting it with? Army knife. All right. Six damage. Okay. Woo! So you take the army knife, and as it's making this grinding sound, you say, stop that. And you take it, and you slam down the army knife into the head of this thing. And you feel it kind of crumple under your weight, and it's hanging there limp on the knife but you see this black ooze start to spew out of the top of it and drip onto the ground beneath the body. And that one is deceased. Is the ooze like thick and viscous, like 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 like, like honey, or is it just like liquidy like oil? Siri, make note to make Samurai Jack mm. meme later. Liquidy like oil. All right, the leech that was next to the one that was smiling at you, Alfred, looks at you and it starts to move towards you. Alfredo. Its attention is towards where the core is, but it turns its attention back towards you, and it looks back towards the core, and it takes its tail, and it's going to try and hit you with it. 
da, 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 da. Hey, Alfred. Okay. How much HP do you got? Da, 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 da. Let's see if it can hit me first. It probably will. What's your HP, though? Not enough. <laughs> Not enough. Does a 19 hit? <laughs> Who wouldn't that hit? At, we're level one. How would... I would... What kind of armor do you think I'd be needing to wear to knock you? You got full plate armor with a max dexterity bonus. It rolled above an average roll. I know. He's just saying, how how would that not Armor class of 12. There we go. I thought we gave you armor. Is your dex that bad? His dex is a two. You need to add your dex to that now, too. I have an armor of 14. This this is still for... No, this is It still hits. Yeah. Still hits, but... Okay. No, sorry. It's, It's 13. Makes you feel any better. Mine's all... Oh, no, mine is 13 currently. Mine's normally 11. Yeah, but I bought an armor. I bought See, an armor. Yeah, it gives me plus two. So does mine. Mine's 15. Uh, yours <laughs> is normally 13. Mine with the bonus is all 13. All right, Alfred, it takes its tail and it turns, and as it does, it starts to move toward... Like, it's looking towards the core, but it does, and its tail swipes against you, and you take four points of damage mm. from that. Roll a fortitude save. We'll try Side effects. I love side effects. They're shocky shock. Your leg goes numb. Hopefully it's not my shock sticks. Hopefully it's not fortitude to be knocked prone. Six. With which card are we bestowing upon him? You might as well just hand me death. (laughs) (laughs) You have been handed death. You are stunned for one round. Oh, that's fun. You did get up really close. So it wrapped You know that armor bonus I had? I don't have it anymore. There we go. Okay, that's not how that works. It means you drop what you're holding, not your not stuff that's on your body. It's not the same. I don't I don't you play lo- that way. You take a minus two to your AC that, and yeah. lose any dexterity bonus AC. So his so sitting at my town. armor okay. is effectively negated. Okay. And I don't have any dex based AC. Okay. Yeah, AC's ten. So it effectively wrap. Uh, I have ten. Yeah. It effectively wraps you in the knees and you go. Ah. Yeah. Ah. Would you like to take a bullet to the knees? That's basically what happened. All right. Hey, Taylor. Oh, you're going to want to drag him out of there. All right. Or I could just kill it. Yeah, there are just two more right in front of him, too. Actually, I can kill it and move him. I don't think you can move, kill it, and move oh, him. Wait, what? No, I can kill it from there. I have a reach weapon. All right. The leech that was closest, that was next to the one that had just attacked Alfred, starts to run, like, rush forward in a direction towards the core, but it's avoiding going towards Alfred. It seems it's object, like the object of its eye is going to be the core. Could be the two fully charged cores back in the box over there. What? No, those are totally isolated in wood and little bits of fiber. Yeah, they're all together in one place. E. All right, next up. Isn't it last worm? It is the last of the leeches, which rushes forward. Well, what about two? Two hasn't moved. It's the last of, not the last, not the very last. It's the last of. There, there is one more after this, but another one of the leeches charges forward towards where Mr. Smoot is, seemingly starting to pile on the other ones, trying to reach towards these cores. And two follows after the one that was charging past Alfred towards a seemingly unknown location of a box of cores. Kelsey, seeing that Alfred goes down, rushes forward, pulls out the knife that she has brandished on her belt, and she is going to swipe at one of them, hoping to hit and also drive it away from dear Alfred Kenneth Mest. So she does take the knife and she swipes at it and she actually uses her full body to kind of ram the knife into the side of it. 
which deals a sizable portion of damage to the thing, and it rears back and makes this terrible screeching metallic sound, and you see oil kind of flailing out, and it covers her and Alfred. David in the back, looking at everything that's going on. What do I do? You have a weapon? Get in their way. Uh, They seem to be going around us. Uh, All right, all right, I got this. Uh, Stand next to the box and the other I I can't say anything, I'm singing. Where is the core? Where is the box? Because that's the core. Right where I was standing. I set down the box, the core next to the box where I was standing. Both were sat at my feet. Because he set down the box to take out a core. Right. And that's where I was standing. David joins the lineup next to Finevere and Alan, hoping to block off the ones that are coming towards the cores. Semantical Uh, question. Semantical question to be answered. Do corpses equate to difficult terrain if you attempt to traverse over them? Yes. Okay. Clarification. Oh, Morbid yeah. clarification. That, that's why I was concerned about that. Because your boy be in my way. I'm sorry. Alan Taylor, it is your turn. I'm going to stab this one. I'm going to stab the one that, that, that hit Alan. Is All right. A, the Alfred. Yeah. Gonna You're stab. Alan. I'm going <laughs> I'm I'm to stab, stab it real good. All right. Talking third person. 18. Plus one. Oh, plus two. <laughs> Plus, plus one. one. A plus, plus one. one. Plus one. I thought you said it was a plus two to attack. No. Yeah, right. Plus two to skill checks, plus one to ah, low level bard. 19. Different songs. Roll to deal damage. Poor little low level bard. Five. All right. You take your spear and you jam it down into this thing and it you pin its head to the ground. You see it writhing. The metal kind of clinks against the, the receptor and it stops and goes limp. And you see an oil spout kind of, not a spout, but you see oil kind of the Kelsey kill too? Leaking out. No. no. Kelsey damaged. Leaking out beneath it. Okay. I will then move to be in the way of the remaining worms. Sounds good to me. Alright, so you move from where you had, where you were behind Kelsey and right next to Finn, and you move up right next to the one that is closest to getting to the box of cores. Alright, next up, Finnevere Avere, it is your turn. Whose turn is after mine? Max player, I believe, is me. Yeah, it would be... Max player smooth. I forget how yeah, many Alfred worms are in between, because we would know at this point. All of these. All of them? Was it yes. between me and the, the, minus and the four next right player? There. No, no, no. Okay, so you have... <laughs> Alfred is after that, and then there's the fourth one. Number four would go next. Then smooth. Then smooth. I see. I'm pretty sure so even without player, any changes and then to a worm and stats, player, this would have still happened. Alrighty. Uh, I'm going to use combat okay. reflexes. So this is kind of a complicated bard tech, but actually not really. Ooh, uh, I'm going to finish my second verse because this is going to be a movement and then a spell action that is part of a bardic performance, but spe- specifically the end of one. All right. You'll late wounds on... <laughs> You're doing great. Keep it up. How much health does Alfred have? Four. Remaining? Is that total or remaining? Remaining. Oh, that's fine. I meant meant your total HP. You're fine. Eight. You're fine. Don't worry about it. I will. Uh Smooch, keep back. Okay. I'll say inventory my lyrics. To continue my second verse. Think about your actions and where you stand. Take a look at their attacks and where they land. Focus on their movements and watch your stamp. Strike them in a place that they'll never forget. Wow. Oh, I love it. And I hit them with Court of Shards. Oh, what's that? It's a bird power. It's a bard power, level one. 
During your bardic performance, you can strike a chord uh, with whose notes transform into a shower of razor-sharp crystalline shards. These shards deal 2d6 of piercing damage to all creatures caught in the area of effect, 15 foot, cone-shaped. Duration, instantaneous. All right, so... Reflex negates. Not reflex negates. What's the reflex DC? Uh, what is that, level two? Wouldn't it be your spell DC? Yes. Yeah, 14. You strike this core, and as you do, the leech that's in front of you looks at it, looks at you, and it kind of veers to the side as it looks at this shard of sound that comes out, almost like, a, is it a sonic damage? Uh, no, it's piercing damage. Like, crystalline shards materialize Okay. using the, uh, my, Okay, uh, so musical notes that almost mm-hmm. materialize in front of it, and it just looks at it as it goes by, and then it looks back at you, kind of like the, huh? The one behind it, however, gets hit, and its body gets pierced by these shards. It does how much damage? Eight. Cut it in half? That'd be slashing. He's dead! And it explodes into pieces as it is eviscerated by the shards. Alfred is still stunned, but at this point he does regain, so in the next round you'll be able to make an attack. And your AC's not low. Oh, you I can also I make it. attacks of opportunity. I thought it forced me to end my bardic performance. Uh, turns out I can just do it as part of it. Oh, wow. Cool. Nice. So All right. you can do that next turn. All right. Then after you do that, the one that dodged away from the musical sound that formed in front of it moves forward and it does a quick turn and tries to slap you with its tail. What is your AC? 17. It hits. Is doing Ouch. an action to another creature while in a threatened square by another creature provoke an attack of opportunity? Depends on the action. Okay. Well, he, he moved into smooth threatened square, so yeah, but that does that happen before or after? I was just, no, no. So I, moving I was, I was, into a threatened square does not, does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Of square. Oh. Yeah, only yeah, when you're why, moving away. That's why I positioned it, because if it was going to move through there to get to the power core, I'd be able to attack it, but then That you, is also why I positioned myself like that. You take six damage. Oh. Roll a fortitude save for me. 17. All right, it smacks you with the back end of its tail, but you're able to maintain yourself upright and actually you block part of the damage or the blow, not the damage, but you block part of the blow that would have stunned you with your loot, which you do find a small chip in the bottom of it now. Oh, so glad we got this armor. It provided us so much protection. It has done so much. It has done absolutely everything. Oi, oi. You would have had less armor if you didn't do And what's it. that mattered at all? It it rolled higher than average. On everyone, consistently. Saying, okay. It is it's what it is. It's a bad die. It's actually a good die. Charles Smoot, is your turn. Hey, there's a worm. I'm going to stab it. <laughs> was, that Eng- was that English? Eh, I'm a worm. Ah! There's a worm. I'm angry. <laughs> hey, there's a worm. I'm going to stab it. Ah! What, what, what was your roll? Uh, 17. Thank hey! you. Plus one. Uh, yes, but no. Um, so 21 total. It hits. Roll your damage. Be a total of seven. Again, you take the knife and you actually do like a really cool spin. I'm going to give you a cool spin with this. You do a spin. Oh, you want to describe it? Okay, go for it. Smoot would take his knife out in his dominant right hand, put his left hand on top of it and plunge the knife right through the skull as it plants in. Failure. <laughs> you never passed my class. All right, the leech that is in between you and Kelsey, right in front of you guys, charges forward towards the cores. Attack of opportunity. Take your attack of opportunity. Don't move. 17. It hits. Roll your damage. 
Mm. Uh, 10. Okay. So you take the spear and you actually upend it on one side by like cutting underneath of it. It flips over onto its back and it rides around trying to right itself. And you see that it has little tiny legs on the bottom of it. <gasps> They're not worms. They're millipedes. And you pierce through the head and it is dead. Awesome. Another pool of oil spreads on the ground. The one that is in front of Kelsey bull rushes her. From point blank? You can. Oof. A bull rush put does a put basically pushes somebody back. Interesting. Yeah, it's a so you can charge anybody. So a bull rush is a standard action or it can be part of a charge, just like a charge. It just has to be in a straight line. Question. Answer. If you have a weapon with reach, do you threaten all squares within yes. that reach? Cool. <laughs> Good to know for future reference. I have a reach weapon and that is 10 feet away. Yeah, but you used your attack of opportunity. Do you I have combat reflexes? Because I have combat reflexes, baby. Ooh. I'm going to stab it. <laughs> the leech lurches forward and pushes Kelsey back. She takes her knife and tries to stab back at it, but it clinks off of the metal. She does get pushed back by five feet, but you do get an attack of opportunity as this happens. I'm, I'm going to stab it. Okay. Roll but it's hit. not leaving as threatening squared. It's entering it. No, 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 no it is it's, leaving. It's, it's a bull rush provokes an attack of opportunity. Regardless Oof. of if she was, if it was leaving. It's, it's on the list here. Uh, seven. It misses. You Ooh. attempt to basically catch it with your, like, try and stab it, but you basically tip it with the end of your spear, which actually you do hear something, and it feels a little lighter on the end than it should. Like it's, like it's bottom heavy? Like or, it's or broken. Like, like something might have chipped off. The spear or the? The spear. spear. Aww. Yes, because you are currently holding the worm and are capable of feeling how it, how it feels. No, I was pushing into the worm and <laughs> I, I was feel wondering the if worm. It, I was under the impression that the top of oh, the well, worm Kelsey's felt lighter. Uh, Kelsey is yes, how are you feeling that the top of the worm is lighter? I'm pushing the top of the worm with a spear. Hi, guys. Because I'm stabbing it. Hello. All right, Kelsey's turn. Kelsey is going to try and take her knife and stab down as, again, as it's pushing against her and trying to push back through. All right, again, her dagger clinks off the top of it. I just can't get a good... And then she kind of just stops talking at that point. Move out of the way! Runs. Um, Duffy just standing there with his knife. Okay, look, you, you guys got this. I'm just gonna... He steps. I told Kelsey to get out of the way. He ste- She. Her turn is over. She's being bull rushed. I, I, I already moved past her turn. I'm sorry. I know. I was trying to say something while it was still her turn. I do have to make turns go. I'm sorry. Yep. All right, David. Well, I guess I'll just uh, stand here and protect these cores. Hey, okay. Good job, David. Uh, yeah. He readies another action. All right, that one's dead. Alan, it's your turn. There's a lot of stuff in your way, but he there, can reach. There, there, there's a body. There's, there's a body there's in a his body. way. I'm going to stab it again. All right, roll to, to hit. Uh, 14. 14. Are you adding your plus one? Oh, 15. It hits. You're right. Eight damage. Andrew, oh. how do you want to do this? I want to gore it straight through the front and then raise it up like a battle flag and say, we win. <laughs> okay, Vlad the Impaler comes to life here. <laughs> How, actually, am I even able to lift this? Is it that You heavy? try. <laughs> it's solid. It, it feels very solid. Strength you check? also feel, you also feel your spear starting to crack. Then I will stop. <laughs> okay. This is what 10 silver gets you. Kind of shoddy. <laughs> Thin core. So. Right. Alfred, you're already up. No, I'm not. I'm just lying on the ground. All right, Alfred. <laughs> Alfred's yeah. just knocked down. You just got stunned. I'm laying on the ground. <laughs> he falls over. What's I'm worse, right. worms or uh, death? Which, which world would you, what reality would you prefer? 
You guys the, the, all the gain... one where his bombs work. Each player, you get two hundred and two experience. <gasps> what track are we David on? David better not get You're any fast experience. Fast for the first three levels. Slow afterwards. Two hundred and two. Twenty-two. Two hundred and two. Not yet. I was two hundred two. Two hundred and two. Two hundred two. I thought you said two twenty. What do we need to level up? On fast track, Three, I. Th- I have no idea. I, on fast track, I don't know right it, now. It off the top of my head, I think it's like a thousand. V better not be getting any XP. Uh, fast track is thirteen hundred to level two. I just gotta do that like more times. Oh boy. Well, all I have to say is, I think we're good. I think we're well prepared. Great job, everybody. Smooch, give me a boost. You grab the core. I would lift him. I grab the core. All right. Use the smoot to get through. Smoot lifts Finnevere up with some ease and also a little bit of trepidation because he's a little shaky after, you know, having to kill things that he's never fought before. Smoot's still anger. Grr. Grr. Are you sure you don't hurt him? He used... He just stands there for, for him I'm to climb. I'm just using him as like a human ladder. I'm concerned. I hoist, I hoist oh, you up. Well, I guess I don't have a choice in this matter. <laughs> Oof. Thank you. All right. Do I... I, I, it's already you're open. Just, yeah, you're just under where you need to be to reach to put it in. I need to be taller. Up on my shoulders. A little bit taller. Smooth. Because he's be thin. He's all, how tall are you? Six, six two. I think I was like six three or four. Six three or four. But you're grabbing him by the waist. That doesn't really give you enough. Yeah, and I hoisted him up. So, so you'd you have to reach legs. your arm straight up. Wait, what? But his, his Smoot's right. arms would be I, like three. I, feet I push long. against the tower and try to get to where I'm standing so on his six, shoulders. He's still holding him by his waist. He has to reach his arms up right. to reach the rest so of it. I curl up my knees and get them to his shoulders and try to press myself up a few more feet. Okay, sounds good. All right, cool. All right, and right. then you insert the Play, core. Yep, insert the core, place it uh, reverse and the order. the door comes down and you hear the, the barrier. <laughs> Turn back on and you see the blue make a wave over the I'll, sky. I'll jump off of uh, Moot. All right. All righty then. Good job, everyone. Good show. Good show. So these were the big deal leeches. Oh. Uh, are it's, these? Uh, uh, I wouldn't say they're quite inspired with the ghouls, but close enough, <laughs> I guess, for a starter. I'm going to need a minute. Just uh, give me a second. Is, is this the kind of stuff that's out there? Yes, of course. Oh. What do you think Amali was trying to warn you about? Is Is everything out there robots? I, I don't know the word, do I? Mm, kind of, yes. Like, uh, no, not really. What are there, dragons? Probably, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Anything could be out there. I've heard of fae, but I don't know if they're real. The heck is a fae? You know, like with wings and fairies. Your character also knows <sighs> that there's a lot of things that haven't been discovered because there are creatures that have been seen, but not documented on. Yeah. I would assume Obviously. that's a rumor that I could have heard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You were in the tavern. Yeah. And there was, a, I'm sure there's social gatherings um, at uh, Teba. Is it Teba or Teba? Teba. Teba, sorry. No worries. All right. Now, let's make a quick sweep to see that no, no more of them got around. Fine by me. I look around for worms. The All last right. thing we need is one of those curling up in our sleep. All right. Come on, buddy, old pal. Uh, David says to Alfred. Smoot is currently winded, like kind of hands on his knees, but he slowly walks uh, over to Mest, pats him on the back. Yeah. I uh, pass on the ground. Yeah, I, I, uh, uh, he reaches down and kind of like taps shoulder. Come on, come on, Mest. Uh, I'll go around and in- give every uh, single person individual kudos, including David, which Vinevere okay. perceived as useful. All right, perfect. Is Mest visibly damaged? Mest does appear a little bit 
emotionally and physically worn. I only care about one of those. Physically. I'm the wow. only one that <laughs> took actual damage. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. No, I thought uh, I thought Jaden got hit. He, he got did hit. get hit. Oh. Yeah, I, I know I got hit. Ooh, nasty bruise there. I'll show you a cool remedy if you can help me find a snake or a rabbit or something. It doesn't have to be exactly cure. Like, like it can be like an insect, something like oh. in life for a small life for that. Yeah. Okay. Like an actual I, tiny. I'll, maybe I'll try to find fireflies or something by the end of the day. Yeah. It's okay. Probably find something on the way if you're looking for it. I'll active. I'll actively add that to the things of, that I'm looking for. Wait. Dangers, Question. and then small creatures. What What is the stipulation for casting cure light wounds? He has to basically kill like an insect or something like that. Within how long of casting the spell? It's the cost. It's the cost. It has to be done at the time the spell is cast. Because okay. technically, you just killed a medium creature. No, it has no. to be done. It's an exchange. Benavir, okay. <sighs> you know if these carcasses are worth anything. Huh. Good point. They're made uh, of metal. I nature? can't imagine that's what. Um, engineering or nature. Nature. Or okay. Um, or I'll do nature. Is it actually a robot, or is it just covered in a really hard exoskeleton? Is it actually robot engineering? It seems like uh, twelve. Okay. You know that these creatures have, like, the ones that have been caught or killed, are usually exchanged for. Uh, a small fee at a blacksmith. Neat. Uh, How much do they weigh? They each. They're not light. They're about sixty pounds. Oh, easy. We could probably trade them in <laughs> to the blacksmith for a few uh, I few coins. Carry six of them at heavy load. Yeah, and do you know Ooh. how slow you are moving? How fast do you think I could drag them? Ooh, at half I speed? like the way he thinks. Yeah, you'd still be moving at half speed. However, you're moving. is that half speed at heavy load dragging or half speed? Like what? what what's doesn't heavy load just put you at half of your movement? Period. Yes. If you are doing a heavy load, you are. I actually believe slower than half speed. I'm pretty oh, sure. Yes, but um, is it still heavy load for dragging? Are, yes. Is the liquid from them acidic? No. I, uh, okay. It does not appear to be acidic. I'm just trying to figure out if it it'll destroy a fabric that I like, put them on. It feels like grease. You can drag up to twice your heavy load, but you are still under a heavy load if you are reaching that point. I uh, hardly and um, tailor some rope if he doesn't have any already. Uh, everyone else is going to need to carry all their stuff if I'm going to drag them all. I've been carrying my stuff. What? No, I'm, I'm saying mostly to uh, Smoot and Co. I've been doing a pretty good job, I would say, <laughs> carrying my own stuff. You can carry my spear. Sure. Thank you. Yeah, he's not going to turn you down. <laughs> he starts to play with it. Uh, I guess, uh, Finn, help me with uh, tying these things up. Did we replace the core? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I made sure. Oh, yeah. Finn uh, that I'll, right I'll make sure that the uh, the old core goes to its uh, rightful place in the box, and I'll double check the wrapping. Okay. Perfect. All right. So you guys wrap these up. Uh, well, uh, tie the tie, tie, tie rope to them so that I can haul them. Okay. Would it, would it be a survival check to see how far out we are from town? E uh, or local? Remembering. Remembering? I mean, it, it literally, you guys walked about 10 minutes out of town. How far is that distance ways? A mile. Actually, no. I said, no, 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 hold on. When I first introduced the barrier, I said it was several hundred yards from the barrier to the town. Right. So, so it's like let's just half a mile. Yeah. Yes. Oh. So maybe we should go finish the barrier job and then come deal with the bots. Like you, I know someone steals them first. Oh, I don't want someone else taking ours. These. 
We were also told to fix the barrier quickly. I mean... We're going to be dragging those around. Y'all could go finish fixing up the barrier while I take these into town. Split the party! <laughs> Always a good idea. Never I mean bad. It ain't going to take us that long to drag, this, drag these back and then... Twice as long as it took to get here. It was like 20 minutes. But where are we going to keep the dead bodies until we're we go to We're just going to take them, them straight into town to sell them immediately. And so we're going to can... take another 20 minutes to do bartering. No, I'm just going to take them in, sell them oh, for whatever she's offering. This? We dropped them off at Amali's house since that's also north. Like on the way? Is that on the way? Yes. Okay, we'll do that then. Okay. We'll, we'll, uh, I'll drag these half the way and we'll go the rest of the way at full speed. Okay, so you guys tie up the remains of these metal worm leeches millipede things. I am a millipede. And I think that is where we're going to end off with you guys heading back into town, dragging your quarry, heading towards the next receptor and Cece's house. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of The Gate Chronicles. If you enjoyed it, please consider liking our show, sharing it with other people. Like, I mean, actually like liking it with your emotions, please. Thank you. And beyond that, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Podchaser, or wherever you listen to our podcasts. In addition, if you want to support us in other ways, you can go to our Patreon where you can donate to us monthly and you get access to cool little rewards, uh, early releases of episodes, and sometimes you even get to see my module notes because I'm the one who types them up. Yay! Yay! And also, please consider joining us on our Discord where we hang out, chat, and you can ask us questions that we might even get a chance to post as an episode one day. So again, thank you guys so much and we'll see you two weeks from now for TGC and SAO is coming back. So keep your ears peeled for that. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.